0: Hello and welcome to Care Insights with the Outstanding Society, a podcast created to share and celebrate best practice, help others to improve and learn more about the amazing career opportunities within social care. In today's episode, Zoe Fry talks to Hallmarks and Iron Brown and Natasha Perks. To find out more about their career journey, the opportunities they've been given and also their current roles.
1: Welcome to to Nye and Natasha. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining our podcast today. Nye, can I start by asking you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about the role that you're doing at the moment?
2: Thanks, Zoe, and yeah, thanks for having us today. Uh, Really glad to to be here as part of the podcast. So my name is Nye, I'm Managing Director of Hallmark Care Homes. Uh, We are a care home operator with 19 care homes across the UK, uh, 13 in England and uh, six in Wales. Uh, And also very pleased to say that three of our homes in England are rated outstanding currently, which we are uh, very proud of. Um, The second part of my role uh, is uh, Sanfam Residencies, uh, which is a new uh, retirement living uh, brand. But particularly interesting on the care side, because we've just registered our domiciliary care agency, which is our our first venture into domiciliary care. Uh, So we received our our notice of decision from CQC uh, a a few weeks ago. So uh, exciting times on that front as well.
1: Fantastic. Thanks. Now, I think that that is really, really exciting times um, doing dom care as well and retirement living. That's fantastic. Natasha, do you mind if I ask you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your role at the moment, please?
0: Of course, my name is Natasha Perks, and I've uh, been working at Hallmark Care Homes in Tunbridge Wells for, well, since it's been open for five years. Um, The dementia care uh, manager role is actually a new new role within Hallmark that they have uh, designed, and it is purely supernumerary. So I have the luxury of having 40 hours supernumerary, Um, and basically my role is to support the care team to deliver outstanding relationship-centered care to uh, our residents, really, And I do that by um, sharing my experience, my knowledge and all my training skills that I've um, developed throughout the years and basically help the team to put that into practice on a daily basis.
1: Fantastic. Thank you. It sounds like a fantastic role that's been developed. It's brilliant. Do you mind, Natasha, telling me a bit about your your journey within social care, how you actually started and and how you got to where you are now?
0: Of course. Actually, it was um, a bit of a stumble into health and social care, really. Um, I started in uh, health and social care when I was 23. The reason I went into it is that unfortunately, my my own dad was diagnosed with dementia, uh, vascular dementia, and um, me and my mum were caring for him and it really gave me the drive to go into um, the social care sector really and give back it is just so rewarding i can't bang on about how rewarding my job is every day Um, since i've been in health and social care i walked in as a care assistant i've gained my nvqs and i have done a variety of roles from senior carer to community lead head of care in a small little residential unit um, before coming to, to hallmark
1: fantastic Thank, thank you for that. And, and your dad must be so proud of you. Um, it's absolutely oh. amazing hearing, hearing how much you, you love what you do. Thank you, Natasha. If I can move back, back to you now, Nye, um, I know that you've actually been promoted eight times um, with, within Hallmark. Um, what has that meant to you? And what has your journey been like?
2: Yeah the eight times is um, <laughs> um, if this were a video you'd see my head in my hands <laughs> because it, I try to keep that quiet but I mean it, it, in, all, in all seriousness I am incredibly proud of it but I think what, what it does show is a little bit like Tash I also stumbled into the health and social care uh, and probably had less of, of, of a knowledge than, than Tash did because I didn't have uh, any family connections, or I wasn't caring for anyone that 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 needed um, care. But actually, had a friend that um, that, that said, "Come and come and work in a care home." And I said, "Why would you want to do that?" You know, I had probably had that stereotypical view about care homes. I, I didn't fully appreciate, didn't respect, didn't didn't care homes. But what, I mean, the eight times thing. I think that the the theme that throughout my my career with Hallmark is what I found is. Um, that, that health and social care and, and, and especially Hallmark is that the more you're prepared to do, the more that the sector and, and the job is prepared to give to you. Um, so I've always been somebody that will put their hand up and say, I'll do that, I'll do that, I'll have a goal of that. And, and quite honestly, not always knowing what I was letting myself in for, but just because I was willing to, to learn, to, to, to give, to make sure that whatever it took we got the job done. Uh, and then there's definitely, you know, particularly during the pandemic, I think we've seen some amazing stories of people who have put themselves in positions they probably should never have been in uh, and, and often didn't know what they were letting themselves in for, but they, they, they dug deep uh, and 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 a huge test, testimony to them for doing that. But yeah, so I think mm. I, I've, I've had amazing opportunities with Hallmark and the um, promoted eight times, um, as you as you mentioned, I'm doing a good job of mentioning it, even though I'm trying not <laughs> to mention it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure. I, I I sometimes have to pinch myself, um, but I think all all I've, all I've ever tried to do is do the best of what I'm doing and take every opportunity. And there are many opportunities, not just in Hallmark, but across the sector as well. I think um, you you know you you hear of you hear of this a lot, don't you? I mean, Tash Tash is on yeah. on the call with us, and you know Cronkera to senior, senior to to community lead, community lead to, to unit manager, unit manager, to dementia care manager, the, the, the career pathways are there for all to see. So I think there's some amazing opportunities in health, in health and social care.
1: Fantastic. That That's great. Thanks, Nye. And and, and Natasha, Nye, just, just mentioned, uh, as, as he said, that there are lots of opportunities um, within social care. Can you just tell us a bit about, you know, the different roles? Because, you know, the perception might be, you know, social care is just about caring. Can you tell me a bit about um, the different roles with, with, within
0: the organisation that, that people might want to explore? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think it's a big, big uh, factor to take into consideration, really, that, you know, and I think this is maybe one of the barriers that, you know, in in the sector, we don't celebrate enough or or make, you know, known enough about all the other um departments within a care home environment or the or the sector you know the hsm a hospitality service manager the chefs um carers hosting uh reception business administrators there is so much more in the sector than you know the the brilliant carers um you know i'm not saying no one was brilliant but the carers are absolutely amazing and the backbone of the whole home um and you know, they, they are a wonder caliber, but I think we need to get better at, you know, celebrating all the other wonderful jobs that, that go within the home as well, not just your 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 normal carers, HCAs, nurses um, and senior. It goes beyond that. Fantastic.
1: No, Thanks a lot, Natasha. Uh, And Nye, you you mentioned about the the stereotypical view. Um, How do you think we can overcome those barriers and what do you think we can do within social care to change that stereotypical view?
2: A lot of it is about getting people into care homes. Um, If I can name drop championing social care um, I'm sure that the listeners of your podcast will be aware, or maybe they won't be, if you're not going and have a look at Champion in Social Care um, and, and the, the recent initiative that they've run with with things like Care Home Open Week. You know, I didn't fully appreciate what a care home was until I walked in and I started looking around and I could not believe uh, the type of activities that went on in these places, the type of hospitality that I was seeing, the sights, the smells, because I had that stereotype in my head. And I think we have to get more people into care homes. We have to get... Uh, politicians we have to get policy makers into care homes we have to get the general public into care homes to feel it to see it and to experience what more great care looks like and I, there's also a place i think um to to look at the young we we've heard many times people talk about younger generation people of school leaving age and and I, and interestingly in the conversation i was having a few weeks ago Um, you know students I didn't when I was in school I didn't consider health and social care as a career it wasn't on my on my radar but actually there's a question to be asked which is do we need to canvas children or younger people or do we need to canvas their parents because Mm -hmm. how many young people how many young people could or would say mum dad I want to be a care assistant or I want to be a nurse and how many times would we hear their parents say No, you don't. You want to go off and study law or you want to go off and study medicine because health and social care doesn't feature on their radar. So I think there's a big piece of work to be done absolutely with the younger generation, but moreover, with the people that are advising them, which is probably their parents, their guardians, etc.
0: I think we need to, you know, I think the sector could do with going into, like, you know, college and start colleges and doing talks and things like that, you know, because I think back of when I was um, taking my, you know, A-levels and exams and stuff, I had no idea. I just generally thought a care home was a care home and that was it. Unless you were a qualified nurse or a care assistant, there was nothing else for you in a care home. That was my general perception. And I just think there needs to be more more out there you know more talks in colleges more more stands you know to make it make it like it is a career because um, I know that you can choose your health and social um, care for your GCSEs but that's more very streamlined if you want to be a nurse going to hospitals there's not anything from you know a leaver's age at school to go ah yeah that's really interesting actually I want to know more about that. If I, if
2: I could just add one thing to that as well, if I, if I would add to it, it would be, um, and I feel really passionate about this, which is it is going to be incumbent on us as a sector. We know that the government, whoever, are not likely um, to, to do this piece of work. If they were going to do it, they would have done it by now. Yeah. Uh, I really do think, and going back to the Champion of Social Care thing, which is the whole reason Champion of Social Care exists, which is we all just want to shine a positive light on it. We don't necessarily want to get political. We don't necessarily want to get get into a debate about it. But the the best thing that, that operators can do, that owners can do, that managers, directors can do of care homes and exactly the reason the Outstanding Society exists as well, which is to showcase what fantastic care homes can do and can offer people. But we have to we have to get off a backside and we have to go and do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Natasha, you mentioned about going up and doing talks into colleges. Let's go and do it. Um, because otherwise it's just a good idea Uh, Mm -hmm. and good good ideas won't change the perception of social care
1: Absolutely, and I think I think you've both both had really valid points, and it's a, it's about that positivity. Um, you know, there, there there has been so much negativity within social care. However, there is just so so much to celebrate. And Naya, I I loved your comment about about educating the parents as well. Um, and I think you you mentioned about opening your doors. You know, the, the the care home open week. It's about getting all those people in, and it's it's the younger generation and it's also the older generation as well who 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 might be retired who might you know want a part-time job um Natasha do you mind if I ask um for those who who have never exper- experienced working in dementia care mm-hmm. can you tell me a bit about that and 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 how rewarding it is and a bit about a, an average day within a care home
0: definitely um I would not be doing anything other than dementia care. It is, it is me. I love it. I live and breathe for it. I really do. It is, it is challenging. Um, It's not easy. Some days you walk in and you have a plan in your head of what you're going to do, and that completely goes out the window. Um, So you have to think on your feet and you have to be quick. But you know what? The main quality that you need is empathy and kindness. If you can if you can prioritize your workload and if you can give somebody a hug, if you can sit down and have a listening ear, that's all you need. That is all you need and the willingness to, to succeed and just accept that not every day is going to be the same, you know, um, and that, and that's okay and celebrate those small wins because those small wins are what it's all about, you know, um, I I, sorry I could ramble about dementia care all day long I just I just love it
1: oh no no that's amazing I I I really appreciate that and 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 I think again within care homes um we would like to open our doors have have students in while they're Mm -hmm. working in colleges to to come and do some work experience um thank you thank you Natasha for sharing that Nye would you be able to share um um a highlight of of your career um within social care
2: yeah it's a really interesting question and how how do you how do you select the highlight um, i think i probably have to and this is a general highlight but if i think about you know my role now as managing director i think one of the reasons why i'm in the role i'm in is because i understand how a care home works um, so for me a particular highlight um, would be my time, and it's a broad highlight, but would be my time at Greenhill Manor. So uh, I started work at Greenhill Manor, a 120-bed care home in the heart of the South Wales valleys. went in as a green, uh, you know, manager, uh, hospitality manager, thought I understood everything and was quickly brought back down to earth by, you know, a number of carers that had more miles on the clock than I did. Uh, and I think what I learned in that care home has been invaluable um i i got involved in all sorts you know i worked alongside the care team i was trained in all aspects of care from care planning to medications to mc and dolls and i think that sort of training and grounding uh into what is care what it, what is a 12-hour shift like in a care home uh, i think that is an app that is my the highlight of my career so albeit that you know I'm, I'm the managing director now and back then i was i was the hospitality manager so you could say well Surely the highlight is now because you've been promoted. Uh, and, and yes, absolutely. But I the, the, the real highlight for me, and I think the reason why I hopefully do a good job at running Hallmark is that I, I get it. I've been there. Uh, and I'd like to think that, I, that I've kind of worked alongside the teams that deliver that day-to-day care uh, in our homes every day.
1: Fantastic Thank, thanks Nye and, and I think um it, you've obviously mentioned about other roles within the home and, and you're obviously both very senior people within the organization however there there are people that would want to come into social care who might not want to progress who aren't very academic um Nye how how would you how would you advise them to to come into social care and how could they be supported? I
2: think absolutely I think social care is for everyone and I, I think there is a place for everyone I think it's just about communication. I think you know, being very clear with the person that you're liaising within the care home, whether that's the general manager, the lifestyles lead, for example, and just let them know what your what your needs and requirements are. I mean, if you if we think about at, at a very basic level, one of the one of the best things that some let's think of a volunteer, for example, uh, and volunteers we often have conversations with volunteers Well, oh, I can't do anything. I can't play an instrument, or I can't ride a bike, or I can't. I mean, so you don't need to do any of that. You know, can you sit and listen? Can you sit and have a conversation? And at at the very heart, companionship and being there for somebody and having a chat to somebody is often the kindest thing you can do. It requires no qualifications, no training, no equipment, absolutely nothing at all, but actually is is the greatest gift that you can give. So I think um, if there is anyone that's considering and think, oh, you know, like the example I just gave, I can't do anything. uh, That's a nonsense. Please do go into care homes, speak to the management of, of those care homes uh, and, and get involved because there's there's no pressure, and I think I do think that um, you know care homes are highly regulated environments as well, and certainly something that we've been looking at in Hallmark is how do we make it easy for people to come in. Uh, if I turn the clock back eighteen months, two years, we were looking at our training and our training for volunteers. There was a list of twenty things that a volunteer must do, and we looked at them and we said, why? Why does a volunteer need to know have fire training? You know, for example, uh, and we were just very pragmatic about uh, the the barrier to entry and how do we as an organisation really evaluate what we're asking volunteers, for example, to do. Um, That's just one example.
1: Fantastic. I think that that's great insights into into what people can do and how can how they can get into social care. Natasha, can I just ask you to to provide a highlight of, of your career within dementia care, please?
0: Oh, there's many, there's many. <laughs> um, one being, as corny as it sounds, um, being allowed to come onto the Hallmark journey. I, I generally feel that my, my career started when I walked into Hallmark. Um, it is just a, a, an amazing leadership team that empower the team every day. And you, you want to do good, you want to, you want to make a difference. And it is just generally every day, the small things the highlights of my day are a resident coming to me and not being able to to go in the shower because they're so anxious. But you know what, we put a bit of music on that they they have a connection to, and we're both in that shower, dancing dancing away, no care in the world. They're the highlights for me, the family coming in and being able to have a conversation with their loved one, whereas before they weren't able to because of frustrations at home, you know, their needs not being met in the moment. So that creates more frustration. And just to have the relatives come up to us and say, I can see a big difference in my loved one moving into to a care home, just, just says it all, you know, especially when that stigma about moving into a care home is so negative. You know, I, I flip that on the head. Their life starts when they move into a care home. You know, it doesn't stop. It gets better it really
1: does amazing thank you Natasha I was going to ask you if if there was one reason that you could encourage people to come into to social care but I think you've answered that in a (laughs) nutshell and um and said, yeah just do
0: it just give it a go
1: (laughs) thank you could I ask you the same question so so if there was if there was one reason you would encourage people to come into social care what would that be
2: I mean, first of all, when I sit and listen to to Tash, I, I just get goosebumps because the passion and the care that people like Tash have um, for residents. I and mean, again, sounds cliche, but literally treating them like their own, you know, ultimate test, isn't it? But I, I think to to bit, I mean, I can't compete with Tash. Tash is on the front line and is is fantastic. And I think she said everything needs to be said. The only thing I would add to it, perhaps, is is the variety. Uh, every day is different. We know that. Uh, there are no two days the same there are so many opportunities to do something different every single day of the week uh, and, and social care is certainly not uh, a sector where people will get bored
1: yeah. um, fantastic that's, that's what i would add excellent well thank you very much natasha and nye for for joining us and, and celebrating careers in social
0: care thank you for having me thank you Excellent. The Outstanding Society is a community interest company. It's free to join and is open to everyone. You don't need to have an outstanding rating to be a member.